Hey guys, welcome back to Talking Deer Podcast. Y'all know the drill by now. I am in Slovakia and it's super hard to get guests on and line out schedules when um, we're seven hours time difference and thousands of miles apart. So I'm riding solo today, but today I'm going to try to provide a little bit of value by talking about late season hunting strategies. And I'm going to consider late season anything past, say, December 10th. So that's like the last month, a little over a month of season in Missouri, where I'm from, um, and a lot of other places tend to wrap up around that mid-January time frame as well. I think late season is super overlooked and undervalued and even misunderstood in the hunting community. So one thing I want to do is um, just kind of unravel some myths that I've found in my personal experience. You guys may have found some stuff that's different as well, and that's great. But um, I'm, I'm talking a lot from experience here and what I've kind of noticed in my hunting ventures over the past couple of years. And I'm going to shake some stuff up um, that's a little bit different than what you see on some of the big hunting TV shows. Um, the first thing I want to say is, or I guess the first thing that I want to talk about is um, what you hear when you hear late season or what you think. Everybody often thinks when you hear late season, food, 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 food. Those deer are cold, they're hungry, and they need calories. And this is true. But over my past few hunting seasons, I think like maybe the more important thing in the late season, even than food, is the quality of cover that the deer have available to them. And I'm going to kind of talk about why I think that is. But um, obviously, it's true that food is a limiting resource in late season, you know, December 10th and on. All the fields are out, corn's out, beans out, and the deer are desperately seeking any calories they can get. So they're going out in these cut bean fields, um, finding whatever missed pods or whatever they can um, and rummaging around there they're eating woody brows at this time of year Um, but a lot of people when you think food they're thinking um, like ag food sources Um, standing cornfields standing bean fields cut cornfields cut bean fields maybe even some uh, brassicas that are still viable or palatable Um, that's what comes to mind for a lot of people and if you have that by golly that's great that is a great polling power for deer in the late season. Everybody knows that it's, it's not uncommon to see 50 deer on those food sources in the evenings. Um, if that's the only food around my big thing though, is my big thing that I want to get across in this podcast is cover might be greater than food. And here's why, because you could have the best food ever. You could have a standing, uh, a 20 acre standing bean field with, you know, five acres of turnips up next to it. But if it's in the middle of no cover or no good cover, um, you might have some does out there in daylight and obviously deer are going to use that, but it's all going to be at night. So you have to hunt pretty close to the bedding, um, during the late season, because a lot of times, even when there's a big cold snap, those deer aren't moving very far from their beds by the time it gets dark. And, you know, it's kind of similar to early season in that way, but I think it's even more so, you know, they might only move, you know, 200 yards from their beds in that late season. So it's really important to be super close to that food source. And it works super well if you have extremely good food that butts up exactly to super good bedding. But since it's late, I mean, you guys can picture it in the spring and summer, you can't even, you know, you got a 20 acre chunk of woods on your property that you hunt and you can't see eight yards into that into that timber because there's leaves, there's foliage, there's vegetation. You know, you could be walking to your stand and have a deer bedded 20 yards from you and they just don't even stand up from their bed because they're so well hidden. They can bed anywhere. There's cover everywhere. But in the late season, when all the leaves fall off the trees, 
all the grasses get pushed down, you know, everything gets more limited and harder to find good quality cover. Now, what I love, I mean, this is, this is perfect. You know, I'm picturing like these brushy creek bottoms that the cover never really completely goes away or better yet. One of my favorite covers to hunt in the late season is like an old growth cow pasture. So it was a cow pasture like six or seven years ago. Now it's got cedars growing up in it and it's got tall grass that's, you know, belt high, three feet, four feet high year round. If you can find something like this, the cedars are blocking a lot of the wind and the grass is is soaking up the warmth from the sun. So the deer love bedding in these kind of places. So, but here here's the here's the other main takeaway I want to get from this. Obviously, we got food. It's important. You know that. That's why I'm not even really covering that in this podcast. The other thing, cover that I'm talking about, there's all these you know unique places that deer will bed in the late season, but cover and security is super important. People not going in there, bombing these deer out. Um, so cover is important. But the big thing is, even if you feel like you have really good cover, and even if you feel like you have a really good food source, if you're hunting there and not seeing deer, it's time to move on. Because late season gets super pockety. This is a time of year where the deer tend to be like together again. It's like they've been all spread out all over the country. The bachelor groups have been broken up. You know, does have been chased everybody's all strung out through October and November. Now, all of a sudden you get into late December and all the herd is kind of hanging out together again. They might not be bedding right next to each other, but they're hitting the food sources together and they're bedded pretty close. So it's kind of pockety. If you're on what you feel like is a really good food source, sometimes it doesn't make sense. You're like, my gosh, there should be deer hammering this. It might just be the fact that they're, you know, three quarters of a mile away and a little bit of a better bedding pocket and somebody else has food over there as well. So the point is diversify your spots give yourself more options because in the late season, like I have, I have properties that are like dynamite in early November. There's a bunch of does in there and the bucks are cruising around everywhere looking for does and they die completely in late season. So you could be like, where are these bucks? It's because they aren't moving as far and they're staying close to the bedding and the food that they prefer. And that might not always be what you're sitting on. So my advice is if you're not seeing deer in the late season, don't give up. Don't hang your bow up because there's still really good hunting opportunities, but maybe use those opportunities to scout. The beautiful thing about late season is you can drive back roads. You can see a really long ways. So sit observation sits just for the last two hours of light if they're easy to get in and out of and see where the deer are actually going. And then you can make moves accordingly. It's actually a really like... I don't want to say easy because there's a lot of challenges. Deer are jumpier than all get out in the late season. So it's also really important. This is another point I'll make, actually. It's also really important to um, hang your stands accordingly. If you hung a stand in August and are wanting to <laughs> and are wanting to hunt this in late season, by golly, you better know what it looks like in late season because sometimes what happens, and this has happened to me, I'll hang a stand in August. I'll hunt it a few times in October or whatever. And then, you know, I'll notice that some deer are in the area and I'm like, oh, I'll go bomb into that stand that I hung. And I go in there and there's no cover whatsoever. Every fawn, every doe is picking me off. It's just a disaster. Um, I stand out like a sore thumb up there. So one thing that's really important is finding cover for yourself in the stand during late season as well. But let's just recap. This is a shorter podcast, but I just wanted to crank one out. Um, because late season is actually such a beautiful time. Let's recap. Deer are jumpy. 
during late season. So make sure your access is dynamite and your stand cover is really good. You have good back cover as well because it's easy to get skylit when there's no leaves on the trees. Um, Cedar trees are great for this. Either hang in a cedar tree or have one behind you for back cover or in front of you as well for drawing cover. It can be hard to even get drawn during the late season. Um, Two, cover might be equally as important or even more important than food sources in the late season. Everything's limited, but food and cover are the main things. And three, you might have to bounce around other properties, check some public, knock on some doors. People aren't thinking as much about deer hunting when Christmas rolls around. So you have a really good chance at picking up a spot by saying, hey, you know, I'm wanting to bow hunt. I know it's cold out, um, but could I just hunt for the rest of the season? Everybody's thinking about deer season on October 20th whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever you know, rifle season is coming in and the rut's coming in, but not as many people are thinking about it in the late season. So you might have the woods yourself too. Um, those are kind of my takeaways for late season. I hope you learned something and I hope you might kill the buck of your life this season. Um, maybe in January, maybe the last couple days of season. Um, thanks for listening guys. We'll be cranking out some more, but we'll catch you on the next one.